house and worship. Hallelujah. Let's come into the house and worship. That's what he says. Let's come into the house and worship. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on this day. Hallelujah. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Come on and bless the Lord on today. Just think of his goodness on this morning. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank we you, God. We'd we like to you, welcome you on this we morning. You, my God, this morning. On our Sunday morning manner. Come on and bless the Lord on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and keep the prayers going. Come on and keep the prayers going. Come on and keep the prayers going. Come on and keep them. Come on, keep them. Come on, keep them. Come on, keep them. Set the atmosphere. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Tonight we got to hit it like it hard. How the anointing got to continue to 
throughout the rest of the week. And Father, oh God, that you begin to stretch each and every preacher that is on this podcast, each and every preacher that is in the Dorando, the laborable, among the handle the body of Christ. We are laborers among the body of Christ. Father, we need your strength to carry this mantle. This mantle is very heavy, and you assign a charge to keep. You have given us a charge to keep over this ministry. You gave us a charge to keep over the lives of people. You gave us a charge. Come the love of Come on and bless the Lord on today. Come on and bless the Lord. We got two more minutes. Two more minutes. Come on, two more minutes. Come on, two more Thank minutes. You, Come Thank on, two more minutes. Come you, on, God. two more minutes. We magnify you, God. You my God, God from heaven. Hallelujah. My Hallelujah. God from heaven. Hallelujah. My God from heaven. Hallelujah. My God from heaven. Hallelujah. I want to tell the Lord, thank you, thank you, oh God. As we begin, oh God, everyone that is sick on this morning, find that touch, amen, every part of the area that you are not feeling well. And you said that I am made whole in Jesus' name. I declare and decree that I am whole in Jesus' name. Only because I touched the hem of his garment, and then you are made us whole in the name of Jesus. For those who are listening to the 11 countries right now and 37 states on those share, we are declaring a decree across this nation. I just felt, I just felt the anointing just pull from me right now. Across, we speak to the nations, not just nation of the United States, but we're speaking across the nations. Of Germany, we speak to the nations of Israel, we speak to the nation of Ireland, we speak to the nation of China, we speak to the nations of Cuba, we speak to the nations of North and South and East Africa, we speak to the nation of Singapore, we speak to the nation of Vietnam, we speak to God to call these nations into existence. We send forth our ministering angels that is fell upon us on this morning and sending out through the nations that are hearing the word of God, that are hearing the word of empowerment, that are hearing my God from heaven, SYTV, the British country of Africa, in the name of Jesus, we're calling forth our ministering angels, even to go to Nigeria, in the name of Jesus, we send your ministering angels right now, in the business right now, we send it out, God, even in our own backyard, we send it out, oh God, among the homeless right now. Send out your ministry angels on their lives right now. Send forth the ministry angels that are on the drugs. Send forth your ministry angels that women are pimping out of the street. Send forth your ministry word right now. In the name of Jesus, we release your anointing. Lord, thank you, Lord, for your presence, oh God. 
in us in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you allow another meat, oh God, in the name of Jesus to walk in our calling, to walk in our anointing, to walk in our healing, to walk in our deliverance, to walk in the manifestation. My God, I feel a breakthrough on this morning. There's a breakthrough. And God, will you release the word? Release the word from the both of us on this morning. I am the direction that you allow us to be in this season. You are allowing us to be all shaped. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on this morning. Come on and tell the Lord thank you. He has already opened up doors. He's already getting ready people to sit offering. Amen. We didn't even ask for it. But I, God, I thank you for what you are doing in this season because you are meeting the need of this ministry, the need of the podcast network, the needs of the people, the needs of the ones that are laboring. The my God from heaven I just felt the drop in my spirit right now I feel the drop I feel the drop Father if you allow me to walk in the prophetic on this morning however the direction that you are leading me oh God not just me but everyone that is in this room on this platform however God has allowed us to be let us be moved by the unction of the Holy Ghost and not be the unction of man. Not be caught up in the thing, but be caught up in Jesus. Father, we thank you. My God from heaven, oh God, I feel a drop in my spirit right now. There's a drop in my spirit right now. Father, oh God, we are needing you. God, we send forth right now. There's someone, amen, that are listening on us live podcast. They have pain in their lower back and the in their back. Whoever is listening to us on live podcast, touch your back. And when you touch your back, you say that I am made whole in Jesus' name. And we're going to touch in a power agreement. And when you receive your healing, begin to lift up your voice and begin to tell the Lord, thank you where you are. There's a drop. That's a drop. That's a drop. That's a drop. Thank you. There's a drop. There's a drop. There's a drop. There's someone that's listening right now on the podcast Have a migraine but it's affecting the left side of their face My God, we speak right now to their migraine right now in the name of Jesus Their name is, the last name is Jones Thank you Holy Ghost Manda, send it up Jones, whoever is Jones that are listening on live podcast right now in the name of Jesus. We calling it out and we're walking in the prophetic on this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, that migraine will be gone. When you touch your head, Jones, touch on the left side of your face, you will be whole in the name of Jesus. My God from heaven, my God from heaven. 
There's someone that has asthma that does a, a breathing problems. It's breathing problems. More like bronchitis. It's not asthma. It's bronchitis. Father, we thank you. We touch in the name of Jesus over their lives right now. The last name is Sims. S-I-M-S. I don't know who this is. But Father, allow Amen just to walk and see one thing I know. I know where my gift is. And my gift come from the Lord. Father, allow me to walk in, but one thing about me, I can't stay in. Only a true prophet, full-fledged prophet can stay in. But see, I can walk in and walk out because that's part of my gifts. Well, Father, I thank you as we place our prayer on Sims right now. As I, and it just popped, it just flashed right in front of my eyes as I begin to close my eyes. I'm there. Sims. In the name of Jesus, there's a Sims. There's a Sims. My God, my God, my God, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Mandy, I say, Jesus, Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. Natalie, I just called out a name, Natalie. Whoever is connected to a Natalie. Amen. Tell Natalie. Amen. So when she comes out of that situation, now when she comes out of that situation, amen, she will wait for the past. It's shoot four months that's going across my eyes right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak over Natalie right now in the name of Jesus. That she gets, when the next time she goes to back to the doctor, that God is going to give her a miracle, a manifestation of miracle. Natalie, Natalie, it's so clear. Everything is just flashing across. I don't go in it that much. But when the Holy Spirit allowed me to go in, amen, I go in and then I come out. Father, I thank you, oh God, on this morning. Father, we thank you, we thank you, oh God. Jesus. Father, Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you, on God. Father, we just thank you on this day that you allow your spirit to be poured out. That's the message on this morning. To pour me out. Pour me out. Whatever is hindering us, pour it out. Whatever that tries to block us from what we need to do right now, pour it out. Whatever that tries to hold us and keep us bound, pour us out. Pour me out. Pour me out. The Holy Spirit said, pour me out. I don't know what direct God allowed me to go in that direction, oh God, but if he's allowed me to go in that direction, I'm going to go in that direction. He said, pour me out, pour me out, pour me out in the name of Jesus. Pour me out. My God, my God, my God. Oh, Jesus, my Jesus. Pour me out. Pour me out. I was going another direction, but God just shift me already. Amen. One thing I, I know that I'll be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Pour me out. 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 Amen. My God. My God. And we got people that are suffering all over these countries. My God. My God. My God. God, we thank you on today, amen. We thank you, oh God, for welcoming everyone that is on today, 
Amen on ELR Prophetic Ship Podcast Network where we are spreading the word of God throughout the nations. That's more than one. Not nation, but nations. We have reached outside the United States now and we are in 13 countries. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you're allowing us to be led by the Holy Spirit. Father, you said, you know, he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and sound mind. And I just thank God for what he is doing in our lives. Amen. A special shout out. Amen. Amen. The prophet Hallman, prophet of Slender Lane. Amen. Uh, prophet Joshi, Joshua. Amen. Our little prophet. Amen. On today. Amen. The mantle don't fall too far from the tree. Amen. So we, we know. Amen. He, he, he got it from the realm of his grandmother, but he also got mentoring. Amen. By Prophet Harmon. And I thank God. Amen. And allowing me to train. Amen. I just thank God. I know what my place is. Father, I thank you, oh God, for this opportunity. You are allowing us just to be in your, in your presence on today. Amen. We are Hallelujah. going to go into the scriptures on today. Hallelujah. And our topic, amen, today is pour me out. Pour me out. Pour me out. We're going with this. Amen. Pour me out. Amen. And there's a reason why he asking that we need to be poured out. Amen. Poured out. Amen. Poured out. Hallelujah. Today. Father, we're going to ask. Okay, we have uh, scriptures. If y'all could turn to the book of Psalms 142 and 2. Hallelujah. Psalms 142 and 2. Uh, prophet, you're going to, Prophet Homan is going to read Psalms 142 and 2. Uh, prophet Esclenda, you're going to read Amos 9 and 6. Okay. And uh, Joshua, you have your Bible back there. You're going to read Leviticus 8 and 15. Okay. So it's, uh, Prophet Homan is going to read 142 and 2 Psalms. Prophet Lane, you're going to read Amos chapter 9 verse 6. Josh, yes, ma'am. And then I'm, on, I'm driving right now. Please okay. looking at somebody else drive, please. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll work around it. Don't worry. Amen. Okay. I can we can work. Well, I can have I can have prophet. I'm gonna read uh, Amos nine and six. Okay. All right. You. Okay. And we'll work around. All right. So yes. go ahead, prophet. Psalms, um, chapter one forty two verse two. Yes, sir. Amen. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. My God. So he said, I'm pouring out my complaints. You know, I know I use the word complain a lot. Complain. Oh, you complain too much. You this, you that. Complain, complain, complain. But actually, the word complaint in the Hebrew means concern. I'm pouring out my complaint because I'm pouring out my complaint. So what we're doing, we're complaining before the Lord. What did Job do? Didn't Job complain before the Lord? Why is this happening to me? Even though I know I trust you. I know, you know, yet you slay me, I will trust you, but there's some things, some concerns that I have in my heart. I lost my kids. I lost this. I lost that. But yet, I still trust you. I pour out my complaint in his presence and what and tell him my troubles. I'm pouring out my concerns on the, on the altar right now because I need a deliverance. I'm pouring out my complaints before the Lord because there's something that God needs to change in me. I'm pouring out before God because I there's some things that I don't like about myself that God, I need you to pour it all out of me. I have a complaint before the Lord to stay in his presence because long as I'm in his presence, I'm able to talk to him. As long as I'm able to stay in his presence, I'm able to 
um, him to minister to me. As long as I stay in his presence, he he begins to fill me up. And as he empties it, in order for us to be filled completely up, he has to pour it out first. In order for the new oil to come in, what he got to do? He got to dump the old oil, the old oil out. Amen. Because after a while, the old oil does not have that same that same remnants. But when he pours the old oil out and put the new oil in, amen, it's a new fresh anointing, a new fresh of walking, new fresh of way of talking, a new fresh of way of thinking, your thinking process. It's a new fresh of way that you're no matter what you're going to do, you're going to stand and continue to stand in the presence of the Lord. My God, my God. Amen. Prophet. Amos 9 and 6 for me. 9 Amos and 6. Nine, verse 6. Yes, It is he that buildeth his stories in the heaven mm-hmm. and hath founded his truth in the earth. He that calleth for the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the face of the earth, mm-hmm. the Lord is his name. My God, he said, the one who builds the stairs to heaven. All right. Jesus already built the stairs to heaven. He had already set the platform when he died. When he died, and he's coming back for a second coming, our mansion is already built up there before we get up there. All right. He said, the one who calls for the water in the sea pours it over the face of the earth. For he is the name of the Lord. It talks about our creator. So in other words, he pours. We are uh, existing right now in a biosphere. Everything that is a living thing, whether it's a plant, whether it's an animal, whether it's a human, is considered as a living thing. He is pouring his water. And remember, the water represents also in a spiritual realm and represents the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, amen, and he water, he calls for the water in the sea, and he pours out. So, so the enemy think that he has control over the sea, and he doesn't. Yes, there are demons that, that activate in the sea. There are, the Viathan is a spirit that, that activate and, and bring pervertness in the, it, you know, that comes from the sea. But it, God is the one who called the water into the sea. He called the water into the sea. He said when he put the water in the sea within the creation, amen, after he noticed everything that he created, he put water there. He said, it is good. He said, and it pours over the face of the earth. We are the earth. We are in our what earth suit. He pours the Holy Spirit into our inner man. Hallelujah. That we are even in the earth suit. Amen. Because he said he is the Lord. He said pour me out. Pour me out. Now I want you to pour me out. But on the way you're going to pour it out. You got to pour it out. But you got to pour me back in. You got to put water in. You can't drink the water. You drink the water. Once you drink the water. You drink the water. And you notice the water comes out. Right. When we go to the restroom. Let's be real. The water comes out. Okay, it's the same thing. When the Holy Spirit flows through us, the virtue flows from us as we begin to pray, begin to worship, begin to prophesy, begin to speak the word. That virtue of the water flows out of us. So what he does, he refreshes us daily by pouring the water over the face of the earth, meaning he's pouring the water, the Holy Spirit 
over our life every single day because, amen, to refresh us daily. Amen. My God. Joshua, you have Leviticus, Leviticus 8 and 15. Leviticus 8 and 15. 14. Um, Levit Levit Leviticus 8 chapter. And 15 verse. Leviticus. Okay, hold on. Okay. It's the 8 chapter. Look at the 8 chapter and you're going to go 15. Okay, so. That's right, right there. When he is when he was slaughtered, Moses took the blood and put it on the horns of the altar, mm -hmm. all around his fingers, and cleansed it with the altars from the sins. He poured out to the rest of the blood at the bottom of the altar, mm -hmm. and declared his holy, so that priest pre mm -hmm. could use it to make peace with the Lord. My God. All right, so. This was a sacrifice that he had to do. Another word, it was called atonement. Atonement that you had to make a sacrifice with, to the Lord in order to make peace. And remember in the book of Leviticus, guys, there's several different types of sacrificial offerings. Remember the Levites were the priests. Okay? The Levites were the priests. So by the Levites being the priests, there was a sacrificial offering. So it says Moses took the blood, right? He poured on the horns. Okay? So the horns re represents the sin. Alright? Then he poured the rest of the blood at the bottom of the altar. Right? And he said, and he declared it holy so the priest can use it to make peace with the Lord. So, in other words, he poured it on the horns. And then when it went through the horns, it went through the whole part of the body of the rams. Okay? And after it went to the bar, you notice at the bottom of the altar, the blood poured out. So that means it lets you know that it was the blood that cleansed the sin, the ram. It cleansed the ram. And once it cleansed the ram, the blood, amen, which is the blood of Jesus, drips from the ram and goes to the bottom of the altar. After the altar, and it has finished the process of the horns dripping all the way from the horns all the way to the body. All the way to the feet of the ram, it drops at the bottom of the altar, and then what the Levi what the priests do, the Levite priests, they would take it to make peace. Whatever it was a country, whether it was fighting against another tribe, we you, they use it to make peace. So what he's saying to us is because we are taking the blood, it's his blood that we pray. And the blood is released into the atmosphere and it has to begin to pour. The word pour means to he's 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 giving it to us. Pour me out. That blood went from can't and see that blood. I'm gonna tell you what happened. That blood was slaughtered from that animal. Okay? But in order for that blood to be cleansed, he had to pour it from the ram all the way to leap through the top to the bottom of the animal. Then once it reached the altar, it's a cleansing. The blood of Jesus is a cleansing. Amen. The blood of Jesus is a cleansing for us. So since it's a blood, it's a cleansing for us. Amen. It makes it cleansing for us. He is telling us that his blood cleans us daily. 
So let let you know that every sin that we have uh, dealt with, everything that we have dealing with right now, it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us throughout the day. It's the blood of Jesus. As long as we repent, we it cleanses us throughout the day. All right. He said his blood pour the rest of the blood to the bottom of the altar, which means that it tells us that we as people of God or people that are unbelievers have to go through a cleansing process of the blood of Jesus. My God, prophet uh, Joel 2 and 28. Joel. Yeah, Joel. Yeah, Joel. 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 Prophet Joel. J-O-E-L. Prophet Joel. Yeah. Hallelujah. Joel 2 and 28, guys. For those who are listening on the podcast. Amen. Uh, yeah, 2 and 28, so. Amen. Joel. Yes, sir. 2, chapter 2, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit. Mm-hmm. Upon all flesh. Mm-hmm. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Ooh, ooh. Your old man shall dream dreams. Your young man shall see vision. My God. So in this season, he said, I, once again, you hear the word pour. I will pour out my spirit. My spirit. God is talking about his spirit. He said on everyone. He didn't say specific folks. He didn't say pastors. He didn't just say, you notice he ain't say nothing about the fivefold ministry. He ain't say nothing about that. He said everyone, right? All flesh means everyone. So whoever is willing to be used by God, he said he's going to pour out his spirit. We are his sons and daughters. He said the sons and daughters will prophesy. That means we're going to speak life into a dead promise. We're going to speak life into a dead situation. We're going to call it as it is. He said the old men see dreams, will dream dreams, right? And he said the young men will what? See visions. Amen. The young men will see the visions. Amen. Even though the dream said there's a difference between a dream and a vision. A dream is when you're sleeping, but a vision is when you're open. You see an open vision. The young men will see the vision because it's a prophetic moment, a prophetic shift. A dream is something that is manifesting that's getting ready to happen. But when it turns into a vision, an open vision is coming to pass. So he's telling us that everyone have a specific, specific, uh, and you notice in this particular, here it, it mentions prophecy, 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 prophecy. He says he's going to pour out everything on everyone. And whoever that's willing to be used by God, he will allow them, amen, amen, to walk in the calling that God has called them into in this season. My God. Amen. We have Titus. Amen. And we have three chapters, three verses, and that's it. All right. It's uh, Titus 3 and 16, prophet. Titus 3 and 16. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think it's 3 after 16, I think. Titus 3, chapter 3, verse 16. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, 16. 15. 15? Okay, hold on. 3 and 16? Okay, 315. Hold on. Yeah, it's 15. My bad. 15? Oh, yes, sir. Titus chapter 3, verse 15. 
all that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. All right. He says, everyone that sends me greetings, greet in faithful friends. In other words, that when we are, are communing with our brothers and sisters and we are communing with, the, with people, the ecclesia, our family members, amen, we have to really um, greet ourselves and in uh in a manner because remember once we use a point of contact of touching them touching them we're automatically pouring something into them just by touch just by speaking a good word into their life uh, a, a vision in their life uh, uh some form of encouragement and uh sometimes a form of reproof in their life you're using that as a point of contact to pour into them whether they know it or not and what you're doing, you're doing for the glory of God. Amen. You're doing it for the glory of God. Titus 3 and 6. Titus 3 and 6. Uh, Titus chapter 3, verse 6. Yes. Which he shed, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. My God. In other words, he's saying that. God has poured out an amount, it's a specific amount, of his spirit, right? And the only way he had to do it was through Jesus Christ. Because the only way that we can get to God is what? It's through Jesus Christ. So he had to use the point of contact of pouring the, a certain amount of his spirit on each and every one of us. Now remember, the, remember the gifts that we use, everybody don't have the same gift. Okay? I can't not... Nobody else gift. I got to only operate in the gift that God has called me into. You have to operate in your gift. Prophet Harmon have to operate in his gift. Prophet Glenda got to operate in your gift. And Prophet Josh have to operate in your gift. And whoever's listening out there, just operate in your gift. If God has called you to be an evangelist, you operate in your gift. Evangelize, and not evangelizing because all of us can evangelize. But an evangelist goes out and bring people in. They go out there, talk to people, and they bring them in. That's that's an evangelize, not evangelism. Evangelism that we're supposed to be spreading the word of God through throughout the day or throughout anybody that we come in a form of contact. Everyone, it doesn't matter what office you're in, you, all of us are still supposed to evangelize. It is not the job of the evangelist just to evangelize. It's all of our jobs, even as believers, just to evangelize and spread the word of God. And just say, don't you know that God loves you? Don't you know God appreciates you? Don't you know that you are an apple of his eye? Something like that. That's a form of evangelism to them people. Don't you know that in spite of what your situation, what you did in the past, God is not concerned about your past, but he's concerned about your now. That is a form of evangelism. Every one of us can do that. Amen. So we just got to recognize what your gifts are. If you're, uh, you walk fully in the office of a prophet, uh, office of the prophet, you gonna, when you walk in the spirit, you speak a prophetic word and it comes to pass. Not just dreaming, but open visions and it comes to pass. Okay? When you are an apostle, an apostle, most apostles deal with a lot of demonic stuff. Meaning we have to fight and war in the spirit. While the prophet is moving forward, the apostle covers the prophet. When the prophet is going in full screed ahead, the apostle is covering the prophet as the prophet goes forward to go in the war. 
but the general of the of the apostle the apostle covers and protects the mantle of the prophet meaning that when the prophet goes into battle the apostle has the eyes of them he has the heart of them he has the heart of the people when evangelist goes into war evangelists go into war the prophet is going to cover the evangelists they're going to cover them regardless so in other words, if God had called you in the all fivefold, a prophet, evangelist, preacher, teacher, he called you in that, whatever that God has called you in the season. Now, there are some gifts, you may have multiple gifts. Some people have multiple gifts. They they have a call of a pastor. They have a call of a pastor, but then they're, 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 you know, the pastor gift is stronger than the prophet gift. You understand? So you have to understand what, 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 what the gift says. And it depends on what region you are dealing with. What regions, and remember the apostles, the prophet, and evangelist deals with regional stuff. They don't deal with the local stuff. The pastor does don't, uh, deals with the local stuff, okay? The bishops, they, all, they, they deal with the local stuff. They don't deal with the spiritual warfare like the apostle, the prophet, and the evangelist, whether you know it or not. The pastor can't run the ministry without an apostle covering them. They can't run it without the prophet guiding them. They can't pull in like they want to without the evangelists going out there to the highways and byways and bringing them in. So everybody has a function. And then once the pastor cover the, he's supposed to cover the cover the uh, cover the babies, cover the sheep, cover them. Not don't treat them as members. They're not members. We all are members of body of Christ, but cover the sheep because you are accountable for that. A great accountability. But he said, I will pour out. A generous amount of my spirit on through Jesus Christ our personal Savior. My God, my God, my God, my God. Uh, the last scripture I'm gonna read and read on tonight this morning. Amen. Would be uh Ezekiel. 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 Uh Ezekiel. Um, 139, I think it's 139 and 29. 139, 29. Hmm? My, my mind is, up? um, hold on, I'm thinking. Wait a minute, my brain is going on. Give me a minute. I'm going to tell you what it is. Give me a second, guys. Give me a second. I'm almost saying. Like, I'll tell you what it is. I think it's I think it's actually thirteen. My bad. Yeah, it was chapter thirteen. I don't know why I get one thirty now. I'm thinking about Psalms. Psalms Okay, it's the seventeenth verse. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Seventeen. Yeah, thirteen seventeen. Ezekiel chapter thirteen, verse seventeen says. Likewise, thou son of man, mm -hmm. set thy face against the daughters of mm -hmm. thy people, mm -hmm. which prophesy out of their own heart, mm. and prophesy thou against them. Mm. So in other words, he's telling us that right now in this season, the gift of prophecy is very heavy. So we have to begin to distinguish the difference what is real and what is fake. 
Okay? We are in our perilous times. We are in our, our perilous times, the trouble times, the pre-tribulation period. They say pre-tribulation period. We're getting a taste of what tribulation is going to be within the first seven, seven years. Okay? Now, um, there's different levels. But that first seven, seven years of uh, pre-tribulation, then you got the tribulation period, and you got the post-tribulation period. He said because we have to be able to uh, be able to differentiate the difference between a real prophet and a false prophet. Because you got people that will prophesy against you and try to curse you. Okay? They can be prophets, but that because of the fact they don't like the gift that you are walking in, they will prophesy against you or say something about your mantle um, because they feel that they, they think they have a greater, a greater anointing. They ain't got nothing to do with that. Your anointing is what God had called, placed you in. Your anointing is not the same. Everybody's anointing is not the same. And you're going to have people in this season challenge you when it comes to, so just be prepared, guys, that in order for us to be poured out, in order for us to be uh, completely empty out, so that means we got to be empty out of all the frustration. We got to empty out of all the people hating against us. We got to be emptied out in that. You want them to completely pour you out because in order for him to put that fresh oil into you, in order for you to completely submit yourself to him under his authority, you have to be poured out. Which means that you're going to have people that, that they're going to prophesy hate on you. They're going to hate you. They're going to prophesy that mess on you because, because they don't like you. They can't stand you. They see something that they want, they're going to say, and they're going to prophesy. And you're like, prophesy, preacher? What do you mean? No, they do. People will prophesy on you. It says, speak to the winds. You said, speak as though they were. So they can speak it right now on you. And if you're not a man or woman of God, you will, you will be attacked. But the Bible says, no weapon formed against thee, what shall prosper, right? And he said, every tongue that rise up against thee shall be condemned. He said, pour me out. So I want the Lord to be able to pull me, pour me out. And when he completely pour me out, my God, he pour me out. I don't want to be the same anymore. I don't want to be the same no more. I don't want to go that route no more. I don't want to be that route no more. So... This is what he's saying in this season, God, pour you out. Now, there's something specific about a olive, the olive oil, right? There's something specific about an olive oil because an olive oil carries a specific anointing. There's anointing. So the olive oil that I may, you may use on you may not be the same mantle that the olive oil that's on me. So remember, the olive oil represents the anointing. Okay? So the oil that's on your life is not the same as my life. The oil that's on your life is not the same as our lives. So we have to be able to be able to recognize when we are in a season. So in other words, there's a time that God is going to pour into us. And there's a time that God is going to pour out. When he pours out, when he pours out, that's when... Uh, people that now that they were blind, they'd be able to blind eyes begin to open. When they was used to sitting in a wheelchair, you're, you're, they're, they're no longer sitting in the wheelchair. Why? Because God had placed and you place your hands as a point of contact. It's because it's the fresh olive oil that was placed on your life. So we thank God on today. Amen. On today. Amen. As I begin to, uh, I'm going to turn this over 
to Amen Prophet Harmon on today as he does the word of empowerment on today. And God bless you. So everybody, amen, just put your hands together. Amen for the prophet on this morning. Amen as we pour, as he pour us out. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Good morning and blessings uh, to all on this blessed uh, Sunday uh, morning. Amen. Amen. Well, the topic today is uh, pour me out, pour me out, pour me out. Um, in these times that we are in, we all, as people and as children of God, we have to be able to... Just trust God through and through. And, you know, understand that God is working out everything. Now, a scripture that that we're going to go into today, uh, we're going to go in the book of Je Jeremiah, chapter 32, verse 17. And it's an encouraging scripture letting us know that the Lord is, he is the creator of all things. He is the way maker. He is, he is all powerful. And that nothing is impossible for our God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Even in these tough times, nothing is impossible. There's no door that God cannot open. There's no door, any door that needs to be closed, God will close it. But... And verse 32, chapter 32, verse 17, it reads, Amen. It says, Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Now, if we just think about this verse thinking that remembering that he is the creator of all things of the earth make this earth livable for you for me for us all and understanding that brother Jeremiah said he said that there's nothing too hard for thee nothing too hard for our God No matter what situations that we may be experiencing, what lies, whatever lies ahead of us, uh, you know, God is going to work everything out. No matter how tough or how hard uh, things may be right now. But the, the thing we cannot do, we cannot meditate on our tough times, our tough situations. Why? Because God... He's all-powerful. And if we are, even in our tough situations, even in our tough times, if we're trusting God and if we're believing and giving Him all of us, uh, you know, we don't have to worry. You know, we don't have to worry. If we're trusting God through and through, through our situation and also out of our situation, you know, and if we understand that during our situation, and, uh, you know, even if before we didn't give God our time and trust Him, uh, 
you know, uh, God brings on these situations, these tests to see how we react. And when those tests are over, how, how we will uh, go about things when that test or that situation is over. So even in these times that we are in now, God wants us to just meditate on him. Meditate on his word. And understand there is nothing hard for God to handle. Nothing. Nothing no matter what it is. Whether it's health issues. Whether uh, legal troubles you may be experiencing in your life. God had, he is the, he is a judge. He is the doctor. And he is the head of all. So, we all have to just be able to just give thanks unto God. Through the good, through the bad. Because, you know, we are all experiencing some tough times. Yes, we are. But but while we are in our tough times, we got to praise Him. And also, thereafter and thereafter. Because when God brings us through situations, He wants to see, okay, I brought you out of that situation, but what are you going to do when I bring you out? Are you going to go back to the old? Are you going to be in the newness thereof? Are you? Are you going to stay where you were or go back to the old? So, but if he sees that, you know what? A change and a newness in all of us. Just think about the wonders God can do in all of our lives. And believing that he will do wonders. That he can do wonders. And that he's already doing wonders. Even even though we can't see it <clears throat> physically. We're believing and trusting him spiritually already. That everything going to work out. And God is... is uh, you know, handling everything. He's already working behind the scenes for all of us. But while he is working, we got to be patient. We got to be waiting. We got to be trusting. We got to have faith. Focus not on our situation that we are experiencing or the tough times or what lies ahead of us, but focusing on God, trusting him, giving him our all. Because He for years and years, to the beginning of the time, and thereafter, and thereafter, God get, has given, always given us His all. So if He get given us His all, we gotta give Him our all in return. That's right. It's very important, you know, now more than ever that we are able to do that, because you know, again, there's nothing too hard for God to handle, to fix, to turn around, because when God shifts and turn things around. Man, you, all you have to do is just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for changing things. Thank you, Lord, for shifting things in, 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 in my favor, Father. Mm -hmm. And just being able to trust him. Uh, you know, uh, in these times, you know, that we are experiencing, a lot of our brothers and sisters are experiencing uh, loss of job. Finances are, 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 are have, have dropped to the lowest point and start to give up. And stop believing. But you can't stop believing because there's nothing too hard for God. You have to believe that. You have to receive God's word and understand that you won't be at that lowest point forever. Right. It's not forever, but it's only for a short period of time. But if you believe that he has you in his hands, and that's very important and very key. We are all in God's hand. He takes care of all his children but he wants us to reverence him in our tough times and even when we are not in our tough times he wants us to reverence him even more
and more. Give him the praise. Because we can't do it when we are uh, no longer above ground. But if we are, while we are above ground, we should be uh, giving him praise. We should be get, saying thank you to the Lord because he, for he is good. He has been good and he always will be. Even in our uh, tough times, even in, when we're not feeling good in our body, God is still good. We, we can still say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's right. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, your love, and just for keeping all of us. You know, yes, we can, we can talk about this, uh, what, what we don't have, or, or uh, what, uh, what things we need to done. But what we can say is we have God. We can say we got God. And if we got God, that's all we need. Because he'll, 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 he'll make a provision for all of us. Mm-hmm. He'll make a provision and he'll open doors mm-hmm. when that, where that seemed that, what, that door was closed so long ago. But God will open that door. Mm-hmm. And, that, uh, you know, and, and if he sees that, okay, my son or my daughter mm-hmm. has made a change. Has spent more time with me. Now it's time for me to do some work in their lives. But we have to be able to, not just in the tough times, go to the to our Lord. We can't go to Him just in our tough times, but also in our good times. You know, every day is a good day. Every day, because you are above ground. You have, even if you're not feeling good, you still give God thanks, because He is worthy to be praised. You know, because, you know. Many times God has kept us afloat. God has kept us from sinking low, low. Even when we went to our lowest point, you can say that many times God has picked you up from your lowest point and brought you back up again. So that's very important that we understand that God will pick us up. He'll pick us from our lowest state of mind. And even when our mind is not as sharp as it used to be, God has still put us back on back back pick us back up and get us back going again no matter what no matter how old we get we still we we still cannot forget about our lord and savior we have to and just give him mighty praise that he is worthy of that he deserves that it's our duty as uh, his children to give him the praise the worship even in our tough times give him the praise even in our good times give him the praise we can't just go to him in our tough times and think that is fine it's not fine we have to do both he wants to see both hey you come to me every time just when you're in your tough time but what about the good time where are you then where are you then why you're not coming then he needs both we got to do one both on one accord for the good and also for the bad. Come go to the Father. And that's what we need now. Because God has all the answers. Man or woman doesn't, but God does. But we have to understand that. We have to receive God's word. And we have to believe in his word. Because his, his word is, is manifesting itself all throughout the world. But we have to now more than ever trust in God's word. Trust in God. Because we don't have forever on this earthly journey. Every day that we are fortunate to be alive is another day to to, to just say thank you to the Lord. Say we love you, Lord. Just just by by your, 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 your strength and your might. And the strength that he gives us each and every day. 
each and every night, each and every day, we are just able to wake and rise as a blessing. And on this blessed Sunday morning, we, we know that some of our brothers and sisters were not as fortunate to be alive. So we also pray for those who are, are no longer above ground. And we just give thanks. We give praise. And we magnify the Lord. To prosper. No matter what <clears throat> tough time we <clears throat> are experiencing. Or having in our lives. We just have to trust God. We got to trust God now more than ever. Even in the times that we are in now. Not worried so much about the worldly things. But worried about our eternity. Where we're going to spend the rest of our days with the Father. Because when this earth is no more. We want to go and be reconciled back to the Father. Amen and thank God. I, I, we're going to go to uh, one more scripture uh, to. This morning, we're going to go into the book of Isaiah, chapter 53 and 5. Amen. Just being able to go into the Word of God together and being on one accord is key. And we, th we thank the Lord. Amen. 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 And this this is, you know, Jesus when he when he gave himself so long ago on that cross, mm -hmm. you know, just if this verse does not just touch you and give you that strength and that yes. encouragement that everything gonna be alright. We are covered, we are protected, and we are we are you know, just love. Mm -hmm. We are love. Amen. Uh Isaiah chapter fifty three, mm -hmm. verse Five. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it reads, But he said, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are all healed. Amen. Amen. Meaning that my brothers and my sisters, on this blessed Sunday. And forevermore. We are so loved. We are so loved. We are protected. No matter what we are facing in this world. We are loved. We, we are protected. Uh, we are uh, provided for by the Lord. And he wants the best for all of us. And. We give thanks unto Jesus. We give thanks unto Jesus for, for his blood, his blood, his love, the sacrifice that he gave so long ago on Calvary. Now, through any ailment, through anything that we're facing, by it says, by his stripes, we are all healed. So whatever you are facing in your life, whether mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, legally, you by the stripes of Jesus, you all, we all are healed together, because we all are children of God, no matter what. 
No matter what we face, no matter what we have faced in our past and even now, we are still ch- God, uh, children of God. And if we, if we receive these words and believe in the words, if it don't give you chills or make you, make you shout with joy and praise to know this and just say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. By your stripes, we are all here. We are covered. We are protected. We are all love. My God. Sincerely. Jesus. And that's forever. Whether on our earthly life, earthly journey, and also eternity with the Father. And thereafter and thereafter. We are forever love. Forever. He gave it all for us, for all of us, not for one, not for two, but for all. Yes. And if we just believe and have faith and just understand that the Lord has us in his mighty hand, that we are protected, we are loved, and we just have to believe, believe, have faith, and understand everything going to be all right. Everything, everything. But we have to believe in God's word. Don't look look at our trying times that we are in. Situations that may be ahead of us or before us now in the world today. But we already heard of these situations already. Maybe it don't look that way right now. But we have to believe and have faith and, and focus ourselves on God. Focus on our faith and focus on uh, not our situations, not the tough times, but focus on God. And if we do that more and don't and worry less, everything will be all right. Everything going to play out fine and work out fine. But we have to have faith. We have to allow God to move. We have to allow Him to work, and we have to, you know, just just you know receive His word, because uh, everything in the Word of God is, is, is truth, life, strength. And that energy we need to keep on fighting, to keep on going strong, to keep on uh, uh, putting our best foot forward and continue to move forward. But without God, we can't do it. Without God as the head, we cannot do it. So if we are put, putting God as the head, placing him as our head, and we're following after God, you know, and, and following his way, Everything's going to work out fine. Everything's going to pan out how it should. Mm. Everything will. But we got to have faith. We have to trust Him. We have to follow the Lord. We have to follow Him. Our earthly journey is not forever. It's only for a uh, short time and then we're going uh, to our eternal home. But while we're here on this earthly journey, we got to do everything we can. To get closer to God. To, to give unto our brothers and sisters. To share with one another. Not just materialistic things. That will help one another. But give love. Give words of encouragement. Enlighten one another. It's never too late. Even if they don't want to hear it. It'll it, it strike a chord. If you're coming sincerely. To any of our brothers and sisters, if we're coming to them sincerely and with truth, 
and not with gold or even for anything in return. But we're speaking unto them with encouragement, from love, with love, and giving it to them. And, you know, it can spread from one person to the next. And that, that, that word that you spread on that specific day can strike a chord and make them change things in their lives. But it has to be from the heart. And it has to be encouraging words that God has given thee, you, at that particular moment, to shed light into that brother or that sister's life. And give them encouragement. Not judging. Not speaking down on brother or that sister. But speaking encouragement and lying. And that's what God loves. That, that in itself is is uh that that's what's called encouraging and light and and that's what Jesus did when he walked this earth when we are able to encourage to help one another Jesus did it when he walked town to town place to place encouraging enlightening on God and you know on the routes they should take and to follow you know, we can do the same thing. It's not hard. But we have to get out of the, the, the being selfless, but being about togetherness. Because if we are about togetherness and building and having God as our head, just think about the ones that uh, there will be standing together, building together, and trusting God. To lead the way. Allowing him to lead the way. Because uh, uh, none of us can lead without God. Now he is, he, if he is our head. And he is, we are allowing him to lead. Then we know that we have no troubles. We will not have any troubles. There will be some. But it, you know, whatever trouble we will face. God will keep us. Watch over and even when we fall, God, again, pick us back up again. But we can't stay at that lowly state and say, you know what, I'm going to be in this state forever. That's what the enemy Satan wants us to believe. But we're not going to be in that state forever. It's only for a temporary time. Short period of time. But you can't stay in that state of mind and saying, oh, I will never get out of this state of mind. I will ne things will never change on my mind. And... If we understand that our words have power, and if we believe that and say, stop believing, okay, I'm going to be in this state of mind forever. I'm going to be in this state forever. Mm -hmm. Then you, 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 what you're doing is not believing in the power that God has. Because he has the power to rearrange, to shift, to change things on all of our behalf. But we got to start speaking light, speaking power on our situation. And speaking light and power in to our brothers and sisters. Because again, the word says, it says, by his stripes we are healed. With his stripes we are all healed. He took all the pain, all the agony for all of us. For all, he died for all of us. He took all the whips and, and, and thorns on his head, nails in his hand, arm, leg. He took all that for us. 
Now, even for these times, we saw what Jesus did when he came across tough time after tough time being talked about, uh, uh, you know, going through pain. You know, uh, we know that Jesus went through it and he, he, he overcame it. Now, even in these times now that we are experiencing that we think that we will never make it out of, that we will never make it over and through, we will because Jesus did it. He overcame the world. He tells us, John 16 and 33, he says, hey, I, I too overcame the world, and you will too. You're going to have trial and tribulation, and that's what we are, we are having in this world, where we live on this earth. We are experiencing but we got to have faith. Every day, everywhere we go, we have to have faith. If we don't have faith, we're worrying too much. We're having fear. Oh, I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know. We have to trust God. Because if he, is our, if he is our supplier, if he is our provider, if he, uh, he created this earth livable for you, for me, and for us all, for all of us as his children, we have to just believe. We just have to have faith. We have to be able to collectively come together now more than we can't do it again when uh, the, the second coming of Jesus Christ, when he comes. We can't do it then. That's right. It's too late then. It will be too late then. Because we don't know the time of the hour. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But while we are here on God's green earth. Well, we have time to give praise, to change things, to maneuver, and to and, and with the help of God, things can be done. But we have to trust Him, and we have to allow God to help us. And if we allow God to help us and to lead and to be the head of our lives, and we're following after Him, man, you know, it, you know, we'll have troubles. The troubles don't get easier; they get they get harder and harder. But if you're trusting God and you have the God as the head, you know, things will will be alright. Everything is going to be alright. Everything. Everything. No matter what trial we experience in this life, mm-hmm. on this earthly journey, mm-hmm. uh, everything is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our troubles, our ups and downs, even our setbacks, but Look how good God is. His grace and His mercy keeps us, cover us, watches over us. And, and, and He teaches us. He encourages us. Everything He lets us know, everything's going to be alright. But we cannot forget about God. He's, God has done so much for all of us that we cannot forget about God. We cannot. We got to worship. We got to praise. We can't put uh, things over God. No. If it does that, then it's no good. But if we put God first, and we're trusting God, and we have him as our head through anything, on the job, or anything, uh, we know everything's going to work out. No matter what situation comes, no matter what trial, we'll be able, we all will be able to withstand that trial or that test time together. We have to trust God. We have to love God. And whatever trial we come, we go through, we cannot meditate on that trial. Or being weary, be weary of that trial. No, we can't. Because if we do, then we're letting the enemy win. And we're discrediting what God has done for us. 
And we can't do that. God has done done phenomenal thing for all of us. And he always will. Uh, on our earthly journey and also for, for forevermore in our eternal life. He will. And he shows us time and time again. He shows up. At the right time to show up and make a way. And that, that, that's, that's what we love about God. That's what we should love more and more about God. The more time we put into God, the more God shows up and, and delivers. The more time we give him, the more he, 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 he makes a way out of no way. Uh, the more time we give him, the more, the more he opens doors and, and closes doors that need to be closed. And the more he, he just shows his power. And if we know, you know, we, we, we know that God has made ways all throughout our lives. Even when we were young and even now, God made, has made some amazing ways. He has, uh, you know, some other time we say, oh, I don't know how you did it, God, but we thank you. Yes, see, yeah, we all can say that. Even when we were children, growing up, teenagers, we can say that as well. God, hey, you made a way out of no way. We still got to believe that. In these times, now we still got to believe God, hey, uh, I, I know you. We, we, hey, we can believe, Lord, you are doing, you are doing phenomenal things, even though we don't see it now. We can already say thank you, Lord, because He is worthy. But we have to, we have to trust the Lord because, you know, He, He, He is amazing. Even when uh, Daniel was in the, the lion's den, when they were going to place him in the lion's den, he, he said, "The Lord that I, that I praise continually." Will deliver me out. Will deliver me. Meaning what? That you can put me in that line then, but uh, hey, I'm, God is going to protect me. So just think if, if uh, Daniel was able to get in fear. If he was in fear, breaking down and getting all distraught and, and upset. Like, hey, why you why you throwing me in here? You shouldn't be throwing me in here. Uh, you know, and, and uh, upset and crying and carrying on, trying to fight or whatever. If he acted in that manner, what what could have been his outcome? But what he said, he for one, he spoke power out of his mouth. God was right when I'm right there. He said, the Lord I praise continually, that I pray to continually, he's going to deliver, deliver me out, out. He's going to deliver me. He spoke power, even though they, even though, you know, his outcome, you know, just, just thinking to be thrown into a cage with a lion, uh, you know. Uh, oh, he's gonna be ripped to shreds. We can think that. Even also the, the the soldiers, they thought the same thing. Even the king thought. But God showed up for Daniel because he had faith. He didn't have fear. He didn't grow out of control. He had faith in God. He trusted God. He knew that God would deliver him. Now we have to say the same thing. We have to say, Lord, we are in some tough times in this world today. We are in some trying times today. But no matter what, Lord, we know that you are going to deliver us out. You're going to deliver. You're going to deliver, Father. You're going to deliver. So meaning that, my brothers and sisters, that who are without jobs, who have lost their jobs, pray and understand that God will deliver Receive those words. Mm -hmm. Believe that God will deliver you. Yes, it may may look times may look rough right now on on your on in your life, but you have to understand that God will deliver you. 
He will deliver you. He will open up a door. And when he opened that door, walk through that door and just say, thank you, Lord. I, 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 I receive, I receive your word. I thank you, Lord, and I receive this blessings in Jesus' name. And we have to understand that. We have to receive that. We have to understand that God is all-powerful. He can deliver us. But if we if we are in fear, if we are distraught about what outcome may be and getting all upset and, and, and our actions are fighting and getting distraught, breaking down, speaking foulness out of our mouth, then uh, our outcome will not turn out how it should. Even when David... The psalmist David took on Goliath. When he saw Goliath for the first time, what if he decided, okay, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, you know, he, uh, uh, Goliath looked too, too, too mighty, too mighty in stature. He is too tall, and I am too small, and I, I don't think I can take on this giant by myself. I don't, I don't think I can. Now he heard many things about Goliath, of how strong in stature and, and muscular he was, and how he took out many men just by himself. Even when when David saw him, he himself, you know, you know. But God told him, "Hey, you, hey, you, uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You, 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 you are going to be successful. You're gonna, you're gonna succeed. You're gonna overtake." This Goliath. And I say the same thing to all my brothers and sisters. That Goliath that is in your life that you are facing, that you can't that you think you cannot make it over, you will be victorious and you will make it. But you have to have faith in God. You have to trust him like no matter what, no matter what the outcome may be. You gotta let that Goliath know you will not overtake thee, you will not overcome thee. And you will not, you will not be victorious over thee, no matter what it is, health, mentally, physically, emotionally, legally. We got God on our side. We are not alone. We are not alone. We got God on our side. We got God on our side. But if we are trusting God, hundred and ten percent, and giving Him our all, and not discrediting, discrediting, discrediting. What God has done in the past and trusting that he is all powerful. That he would deliver. Daniel, he said, the Lord I praise continually. That I, that, that I, I get praise to, that I pray to. Uh, he's going to deliver me. <clears throat> now again, <clears throat> even in these times, you know. These tough times. We got to say these things. The words, our words have power. But we got to say it with might. and with, Daniel ain't said like low and stuff. He told him, hey, he let him know, hey, the Lord I serve continually is going to deliver me. I ain't got a word. We have to say the same thing in these times. We have to believe now more than ever that the Lord is our everything. He is all has always been our everything. But now more than ever, we have to get closer. More than ever, we have to stand together. We have to stay stand 
as one together and having God as our head. And no matter what we face, we shall be delivered because we have the Lord on our side. We are in God's hand. We are protected. We are covered. We are loved. We are loved. Yes, tough times may come, trials may come, situations that we cannot, we, 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 we can say that have been unbearable in our life, that we, you know, at times will try to give up, but God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power and sound mind. So we understand that and we receive his words and, and understand we don't have to fear because we have God on our side. We have God on our side. And if we have God on our side, He's going to protect, He's going to watch over, He's going to love us no matter what, through thick and thin. He's going to show us the way, He's going to lead the way. And if we let Him lead, God is going to lead us to greatness, to, uh, to amazingness, to wonderful things, and abundance of things. But we got to be on one accord with the Lord. We have to be in agreement with God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We have to be on one accord and agreement, and that's key. And through life on this earthly journey, and also in uh, uh, eternity, we have to be on one accord and in agreement with the Lord. Hallelujah. And if we are, and if we are trusting God, no matter what trial comes in our life, nothing is too hard for our, our God. Nothing. If we receive his words, if we, if we acknowledge him, now more than ever, acknowledge him. Hallelujah. He, he will make a way out of no way. We have to acknowledge him. We have to reverence him. We have to give him our all. Because he, he, Jesus paid the ultimate price for all of us. Without his sacrifice, we would not be here. Without his sacrifice, we wouldn't be going through no pandemic. If it wasn't for his sacrifice. Yes, uh, on this earthly journey, we're, gonna, we're born. And then we're, in time in our life, we're going we're gonna to die. But we just have to, we have to not, not worry, not fear. God is going to take care of everything. And understand every, everything's going to be alright. We have God on our side. But we have to understand that. We can't get caught up in this earthly journey. On, in this world. But we have to. Get, get on one accord with the Lord. Get, be caught up with the Lord. When, when We have to be on one accord. Now more than ever. And be in agreement with God. And these times that we're in, if we're not careful, fear and worriness can, can bring us down, can, can make us feel like we are defeated. And that's what Satan wants. That's what the enemy wants. But we got to tell the enemy that we are not defeated. Things look, look like they are out of control. We are in trying times. We are in some tough situations. But we shall overcome, we shall conquer, and we will be the victors. And we will be victorious. 
through any outcome of our lives that we may experience. No matter what, whether health, legally, God is the judge. God is the doctor. But we got to trust God. We got to have faith. We have to acknowledge him now more than ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're going to pray. We're going to pray and just give God his praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this blessed day and every day. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for we are able to go into your word today, coming together, going on one accord together, being in agreement, reading each scripture together, following along together, and just uh, reading your word, Father God, because your word gives us strength. You give us strength. You you lets us know. You let us know that everything is going to be all right, Father God. Now, Father, we know that you are on our side. You you are. You are awesome. You are wonderful. And you are amazing. Many things we can say of encouraging words that you, how good you have been. But we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We lift you up and we magnify your name. Now and forevermore, Father. We pray for all our brothers and sisters today. No matter where you are on, on this earthly, in, in the world. No matter where you are, keep your head up, keep your head high, and understand that you are covered, you are protected, you are loved, and God is on your side, and you are not alone. But just have faith. Reverence God like never before. Get a relationship. Join together, collectively, and join together with God. Now forevermore, we love you. Lord, we give you praise, we lift you up, and we magnify your name. Now forevermore, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, we thank God for that empower, the word of empowerment. Amen, by our prophet. Amen, Jill. A L on me tonight. Actually, this morning. Today, we're, we're just, we, we look, we already in the afternoon, y'all. It's actually, what, 120 <laughs> in the afternoon. So we give God glory for what you are doing in this season. Amen. And he has already closed us out. Amen. Tune in, amen, throughout the week. Amen. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Amen. Throughout the week. Amen. And God is doing going doing a new thing, his kingdom expansion. And we are forever grateful. Amen. Alright, have a blessed day and see you on tonight at 830 p.m. for our last night of our Godly Women Empowerment Conference. God bless you.